Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Sponsored by Amerisave, the official mortgage lender of the Miami Dolphins. Publix. To become a Publix member, visit clubpublix.com. Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood, South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination. Ticketmaster, official marketplace of the NFL. Dolphins Football, presented by the Palm Beaches. What is up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. Seth and Juice are here. I am here, Travis Wingfield, on a day where they had to be as buttoned up and as sharp as you possibly could be, OJ, with all the men down they were. They were the opposite today. Yes, they were, Travis. It was, um, you know, ugly. Ugly from the beginning and ugly all the way through the end. A couple of little high points in the middle of it gave us a, ch- a chance. But bottom line is... Started ugly and finished uglier, you know, and that's that's a problem when it comes to NFL. No matter what, you know, you got to start thinking about guys and next man up situations. Um, our next man up, uh, some of them did okay, but for the most part, uh, obviously a raggedy showing up there in, in, in New York. And um, it's sad. It really is sad for the fact that, you know, you've got a chance to go up there and, you know, um, prove a point about a lot of different things you can do as a team. Um, losing Teddy first play of the game as an offense was was tough. Um, Skyler, you know, coming in, he's a rookie. Um, we didn't we didn't help him out as, as much as you need to help a rookie out. And more importantly, in my opinion, is our defense still hasn't showed up mm-hmm. pretty much the whole season. And that's a, that's a big problem for us. The Dolphins take over the football. Big Seth, uh, late in that fourth quarter, they're driving. They are in a first and ten situation at the Jets' forty-one yard line, down by two points, and they go five-yard rush, false start. Incomplete pass on second nine, a drop pass. They burn a timeout. Then they throw a five-yard pass to Jalen Waddle and sets up a fourth and five, and it's a missed 54-yard field goal. That would have given the Dolphins a 20-19 to lead with just over 13 minutes to play. And then from that point, it winds up being 40-17. to I mean, could it have gotten worse in that fourth quarter? I don't know how it could have gotten yeah. worse, but guys, this is two games in a row where we've had a fourth quarter collapse. The Dolphins had a lead in Cincinnati despite everything that was going on. They had a lead and they were driving down, you know, and, and they get outscored by 13 points in the fourth quarter. 
and then you know do the math on this one. But that one drive, everything that you just said there was in so many ways a microcosm of the entire game. I mean, you cannot, you can't lose the turnover battle uh, by by two. Right, two, two to zero, you right. lose on the turnovers. They converted both of those to points. You had the safety. There's more points. And, oh, by the way, you have 11 penalties. Yeah. You, can't, you, you just can't win football games. I don't care who is playing quarterback at that point. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot about the quarterback position. But to your point, Juice, we talked about the next man up. But there were guys who were the first men up who didn't do their jobs 1, today to, the extent, uh, to, to do their jobs to the point to where you can play winning football. And you certainly can't win with 11 penalties, two turnovers, a safety. And can we tackle somebody? Can we get yeah. somebody on the ground, please? That was, I think that was Juice's big takeaway, right? Yards after initial contact. And the Jets definitely had plenty of that shoot. One of the plays was a, a little rub pick the Jets ran right when the game was kind of in the balance there. Right. And they get that big gain up the sideline, put them down for one yard line. Eventually they punch it in for the touchdown, which basically was the beginning of the end as far as that game goes. But, I mean, I think every team in the league has this juice where you have – you know, four or five guys where if they go down, it significantly changes the way you play. And for Miami, I mean, besides Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you pretty much were down all those guys today. Tua's, Tua being down obviously is a big drop-off as far as your starting quarterback goes. Then your second quarterback goes down, you go to your seventh-round rookie, which is, I think, Seth, you mentioned it, he played about as well as you could have asked for a third quarterback. I mean, I was telling you guys, I was putting together a list of previous Dolphins third quarterbacks. I mean, it was David Fales, Jake Rudock, you know, Luke Falk, a bunch of guys that just never even got into the game. And here he is in his first action, and he showed that he belongs in this league, I think, although there was, you know, some growing pains, as you would expect for that guy. But quarterback position, I mean, this defense, you t- Seth, you said no turnovers. That was my big key this game. I thought a bunch of takeaways were coming from Miami right. because that's what this defense has been. But I think, Juice, when you get rid of X and Byron, who, you know, Byron's been out the whole season, but X in this game as well, it changes the way you play defensively because those guys press up and they allow that blitz scheme to get going. So those are two big pillars of your team that are down. And then Teron Armstead also goes down early in the game. It's it's tough to overcome that. And like you mentioned, when you don't make tackles, when you <laughs> turn the ball over, when you give up sacks, you give up a safety, you have 11 penalties, you, you're just not going to win a game. Yeah, it's a perfect storm to lose a game. I mean, bottom line is they, they did everything they could do. The Dolphins did everything they could do today to, to lose a football game. From the first play from offense – you know what I mean, with the, with the safety all the way to the end where they give up 21 points in the fourth quarter, all the penalties in between, you know, personal foul, personal foul, personal foul. We talked about the two face mask penalties that were back-to-back. That was a minus 14 yards in defensive play, but it gave them positive 30, you know, on the offensive side because of those penalties. What team in any league, in any level, can win like that? You can't. You, you cannot can't win, win like, like that. that. But despite all of that, you, still had a chance. you have a chance if you make that field goal, which – I don't care who the quarterback was at that point. You can't put the missed field goal on the quarterback. And put that as part of what the, the perfect storm was, too. That missed field to goal be. has to be Gives part a short of field everything. To come off the other everything side. Was, everything was just bad on every single level. And, you know, we keep chronicling the special teams problems. <laughs> you know, other than Morstead, you know, everything's been – it's been unbelievably bad for our team. And, I, you know, I'm not throwing anybody on the bus. You can watch the TV. Watch the tape. Watch the all-22. It's 22. Get better. It's there no matter what. You know what I mean? Even after we get the safety, he bombs one down to the 10, and we still give him a 40-something-yard return. Yards, yep. I mean, what's what's going on teams-wise? Do we have the right guys that aren't our front-line guys on teams? Because obviously, you know, if you're not a starter, you better bust your butt on teams, and it's not working that way for us. And then you look at guys that are out there to make plays, to make tackles, to make sacks, to make stops in the backfield. They're grabbing face masks. They're reaching. They're not bringing their feet. And they're, they're running, guys are running through tackles. 
it's a bad situation right there. We talk about how much of a you know how good we are offensively and some of the play calls and things like that. Defensively is what we thought we'd be great at, and it's been awful. It's been really, really bad. And that's what when you go into a game, you already got your backup quarterback in the game, and then you get into the game and you're into your third quarterback. You expect your defense that's supposed to be really good to step up and do something. And they stepped out today, and it was it was it was embarrassing against a Jets team that's not that talented offensively. Yeah, I think embarrassing. That's I mean that's really the word of the day here because it, like we said, it just I think I tweeted cavalcade of errors, and you were were you impressed by that word, Big Seth? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Juice <laughs> would call that a uh, <laughs> big word like mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, that's what it was. I mean, well, I guess in the fourth quarter. Before that, there was obviously plenty of mistakes. But like you said, Juice, I think, you know, the talent disparity between these two teams, I think, helped the Dolphins stay, you know, relatively close. And the run game got going there for a while. And here I am at the end of the third quarter getting ready for this show and for the podcast tonight thinking I might be able to get to use the the trope I've been using all all year long about how this team finds different ways to win. And I think I'm going to talk about Raheem Mostert going for a buck fifty and how the running game, you know, even though the Jets knew it was coming, just still kept on piling up four or five, six yards a pop, and then all of a sudden, that's why I thought that missed field goal was so crucial because all of a sudden the Jets get a short field, they maintain the lead. I I just think that it would have been a different game if they would have gotten that field goal through the uprights and played that fourth quarter with a lead. Nonetheless, they don't, and then it just it, it went the complete wrong direction. I don't know if you guys believe in momentum, but the momentum certainly swung in the wrong direction there. There's no question about it. Absolutely. I believe in momentum, and I also believe that you can't give the ball to a hungry team that is ahead of you at midfield. You can't. You've got, you've got a kicker that was an all-pro two years ago, and he's got to make that kick. You know, I, I, that's, that's the bottom line to me. He's got to make that kick. We saw one missed earlier. We saw extra points missed earlier. You cannot afford to give up those opportunities, particularly when you're not playing with your starting quarterback, and especially when the guy who is there is a rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie quarterback, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I don't care what his draft position is. I think all that goes away yeah. once you make the roster. But he's, and he deserves to be here, by the way. Correct. I agree with you. I think he is an NFL quarterback, and I thought, I thought there were moments there where we were like, wow, I'm glad we have this yeah. guy. Because who knows, you know, when Teddy goes down, who knows who's playing at that point if, if you don't have Skyler or if you were lucky enough to keep him on the practice squad, I guess he gets thrown up in there because you know you're not going to have Tua. But the bottom line is I think we're lucky to have Skyler Thompson on this team. But when he's going to go in there, you have to give him help in other places. I think the running game, for yeah, the most sure. part, did, did his job. But golly, there was so much that went ra- just run- wrong around him. And what happened – they played mistake-free football early in this year. What is going on? Eleven yeah. penalties. Yeah, eleven. It's a big number. And some fellas. of them huge, big Seth. I mean, every penalty's bad, but the the big ones, like we talked about, the two personal foul face mask penalties. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of reaching and grabbing that you don't see defensively. Bring your feet. Get a guy, you know, on the thigh pads or lower. You know, all this reaching. I'll give it to the Jets. I mean, the Jets were a hell of a team when it came to the stiff arm today. I mean, that was that was impressive how they saying. kept us off of them, you know, <laughs> off their bodies. I, I don't know if they got drills or something they do for that, but that was that was pretty impressive. But keep bringing your feet and stop reaching, because when you reach, that's exactly what you're gonna get is face mask, and that's what we grabbed all day today. And if we didn't get face mask, we got nothing. And I'm 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 just shocked that a defense that has been so good the last couple of years has honestly been so bad all year. It's not even just, you know, it's been pretty bad all year, man. So I, I, it's it's disappointing. Obviously, it's disappointing. A big opportunity to get to 4-1, in the, in, you know, on, on your record, you know, 3-0 and in your in your division. You know, those are those are tough. That's a tough loss today. I guess the Jets team, they're okay. 
They're better. They're, okay. they're improved. They're better. Yeah. Salah's doing a great job with them, but they're not better than us. I don't care. Second or third string quarterback, they're not better than us, but our first team defense is what made them better than us today against their first team offense. And each of the last two years, it did take this defense about seven or eight weeks to go, get going, which is not, you know, I'm not saying it's a good omen or anything because that's half the damn year. But you can't afford that, not, right? Exactly. I mean, you didn't make the playoffs each of those two years and you missed it by one game. So you don't have seven or eight games to get figured out. Especially not when you're, like you mentioned, on your third quarterback there. And, you know, Coach McDaniel talks a lot about, you know, Diversity is an opportunity. Well, he's got plenty of it right now because you've got a lot of questions to answer about, you know, what is going to happen on defense? How are you going to get these penalties cut down? How, who's going to play quarterback next week? I mean, we, we did hear that Teddy Bridgewater, was it that he passed uh, the concussion examinations, but because of the new rule put in place this weekend, right. he was not allowed to return because of a wobble upon walking off the field. Is that what I saw? Right, it so it be? gives him a chance for next week. So he could play next week. We'll see about Tua. We don't know about Tua either, so right. we'll find out. It could be any of the three quarterbacks next week. We'll find out, uh, I guess, at some point this week. We'll go ahead and take our first break here and come back and get to more here, including sound from the head coach, Mike McDaniel, quarterback Skylar Thompson, and a heck of a lot more. Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. You've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen to get behind the wheel of a new Volkswagen SUV in Fort Lauderdale, Coconut Creek, and Delray Beach for car buying done your way. You've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from New York, Jets 40, Dolphins 17. Yuck. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much, much more. 
only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. We're trying to unpack this Jets 40 to uh, Dolphins 17. I can't even get the words out of my mouth because it makes me so disgusted. Uh, Juice liked the yuck I used there at the end of the last segment because that's how we feel about losing to the stinking Jets. But it is what it is, and so we're kind of trying to unpack what exactly occurred here and what maybe makes you most concerned going forward. And we're talking about it, and, you know, I mentioned being down Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, and hopefully X can play next week. Byron Jones is still on PUP, so that's kind of a TBD situation uh, as it stands. But, I mean, you know, you go back to the first year we had these two guys together. Byron Jones missed a few games, and if you look at the splits of – when he's on the field with X, when he wasn't on the field with X, the, the defensive metrics were night and day difference. And I think you've kind of seen that so far here in the early parts of the season juice. So without those two guys, I think that's kind of an area that I look at and say, well, where does it get better? Because right now you have to rely upon Cater Kohu, who's been a really nice story so far through the season, Nick Needham and Noah Igbenogany and Keon Crossan. What do you think about that group there? Because that's kind of what these, these guys are going to have to step their game up here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they really do, man. You know, next man up is always a mentality. It really is. And, you know, you got guys, especially that have been around. I know Kohu hasn't been around, but I know that, you know, Needham and, you know, um, Igmanogany and those guys have been around in the system. Same system that we're, we're still running, that they should be a little more successful. You know, you lose guys like Byron, you lose guys like X. Uh, it should be next man up. My biggest issue is that what about the other guys? What about the other nine guys that have been here, been around, been starting, been doing big things, Big Seth? Because, you know, you can talk about the outside. I didn't see wide receivers running wide open in this I, game. I didn't either. That's what I was going to say. You know, in fairness to those guys, they were, look, there was one early on where everyone said, oh, no, Igbenogany, he's lost out there. But for the most part, you didn't hear his name. He settled down, much. didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. They didn't throw the ball all around the yard. And, and you know, I hate to say this because I think there's some really good football players back there one who I, I think is a budding superstar, Javon Holland was that this might have been I yeah. hate to say the worst game, but you know, it if you was. look at it his, you look at his career, I, I mean he had three tackles, game. no pass break. That's not what we're used to from him. Not only that, the missed tackles he had. We chronicled that over and over and over today. And I love I love we love eight. That's He's as good as it gets. Yeah. I mean that guy's gonna win a lot but of we gotta we gotta we gotta call spade a spade when it comes to things like that. He did not bring his A game today. The seventy nine yarder was was Rowe, right? Did we say that that looked like that was on Eric Rowe? And we we won't know. But we uh, it looked like Roe. Everybody they chronicled looked it. Like a I talked about it myself. Which, yep, you False said step that. on the on the RPO Correct. action and that's Correct. that's veteran behind player. his head. So and again, this is not us just sitting here being three guys who are sitting there with our feet kicked up on the couch and picking <laughs> picking it apart. But we are supposed to give some analysis here, and I think you expect more out of those guys. You're yeah. leaning toward those towards those guys, particularly when you have younger uh, corners that are trying to play above their pay grade, so to speak. Right. And and I don't think they delivered enough. Yeah, and that's a great point, Big Seth. When you got a game like this, where you know you're down to your, you know, you're not down to. Let's say we got a we got a, a very quality backup quarterback in Teddy. We lose him in the first play. Then you get a guy, you get your third string guy in there, and Skyler. The defense is what you got. You've got to have a meeting on the sideline as a defensive unit and say, "Look, fellas, this game is on us. Yeah, this game is on us today. You know what I mean? We're down to this. We're down to that. We're missing this guy. We're down to this guy. This this is on us." And it gave the defense a great opportunity today to go out there and quiet the naysayers because there's been some naysayers about what this defense has been able to do or lack thereof. 11th against the rush coming into the game, 31st against the pass coming into this game, and they did nothing to, 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 chill, to, to change that, that narrative today. Yeah. The missed tackles, the yards after contact were horrendous today, and it was a difference maker. Instead of us having guys at third and eight, 
We're giving up so many yards after contact. It's third and two and manageable. They can do whatever they want in those situations. There were so many opportunities today for guys to make big plays, and it was not made after contact. Now, if guys are running free and, you know, they're, you know, and then they make those plays or they get those yards, that's different. But the amount of missed tackles, the number of yards after contact was – I can't wait, Travis. You're going you're gonna to let us know this week, I know, about how many yards they had after contact. It won't be pretty. And I it's going to be – it might not be like, you know, 50 yards on one play, but it's going to be six yards mm. that took from third and eight to third and two. And that's going to be – that's a huge difference when it comes to, you know, the next play and the play calling from their offensive coordinator. The play calling is a good point, which is exactly what we – we always get fired up about that when we're watching the game back there together is, you know, we, we get excited. Oh, there's pushback on the defensive line, and they miss a tackle, and he springs through. And like you said, the play call is a big difference. I think the percentage goes from, like, you know, converting third and two is, is 65 70%. Third and eight is less than, you know, 35%. Right. So your percentages change big time there. And, you know, to kind of put a bow on the point about the corners, I, I do agree that for the most part, the Jets passing game wasn't really, you know, it, it didn't do the Dolphins in ultimately. Zach Wilson goes 14 for 21, 210 yards, doesn't throw a touchdown, but doesn't throw a pick. And the reason I think that was so so such an integral part of this game was because this is a quarterback that when you put him into long distances and and situations where he has to make big time throws can put the ball in harm's way but because of the Dolphins inability to play that press with all that blitz because of those two cornerbacks being down and you know at some point you know both these guys have missed games X and Byron so at some point you got to coach up guys behind him to play that style of football so you don't have to change when they go off but I thought that was a big key was they couldn't play their style of football to harass Zach Wilson to force him into mistakes guys they have one pick this year. Right. Five games in, this defense has one pick, and you have. It was the first series of the freaking year, exactly Javon Holland. Right. The, so it's been. Balt. And it's there's been, not a lot of pressure on the quarterback either. Yeah. So, so you know, those two things. If anything works hand in hand, it's those two things. And I don't think you're seeing a lot of that as well. I mean, they got in his face a little bit. They got him down, but not to what you'd expect. And again, if you're talking about helping out your younger corners, then then get in his face. Yeah. You know, get in his yeah. face. So I. I I thought the corners held up pretty well, all things considered. I really did. I mean, you're talking about elite players that are out, elite right. players. And I was the drop-off that significant? No, but the point is, the, the point I'm trying to make is that all those little rubs and flat routes they threw are because we have to play off, because they're taking Cater and Needham and they're playing them off Absolutely. opposed to X and Byron, who play up in your face and force you to win at the line. You're getting free access to well, these rubs, flats. Rubs, rubs, are, rubs work better with press coverage, sure. though. I mean, in but my how many opinion, that, don't you yeah, think? You yeah, mean, it does. It does. I think they do. I mean, the fact that we were still off and still, I mean, we couldn't tackle. Let's, let's talk about this point right here, too, though. Look, we know Byron's out or potentially out, right? We, we know X is dealing with what he's dealing with. But, fellas, we had 10 days to I get know. these guys ready for a game. But who wasn't ready? That's what I'm saying. Well, I, Who wasn't ready? Well, I don't know. Why, why aren't our legs there? Why aren't we able to make tackles? Why aren't we able to bring our feet to There was There were but a couple of bus, there were a couple the bus coverages issue. out there that led to the big play. The row situation was one. We got Needham or it might have been, I don't know who it was. It might have yeah. been uh, Igben Agony guarding air Cut and the ball's grass, over yeah. his head. There were a few situations where guys didn't seem like they were, you know, ready to make plays. And that's, a, that's the thing. I mean, I, we had 10 days no matter what, to have these backup guys ready to go, you know, including, you know, from Teddy to Skyler, you, you, you get, get extra practices in right there. You get extra mental reps in there. It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a rough showing for a team that played a Thursday ago. I don't disagree. It was a horrible showing for a team <laughs> that played a Thursday ago, a horrible showing. And, again, the fourth quarter collapse has me exceptionally concerned because it's happened two weeks in a row now, two games in a row, I should say, 
but I just don't put 40 points and this loss on on X and Byron being out. I just don't. I'm sorry. I think that well, there we're were not other saying players. that. I don't think that that's definitely. I not. don't know. I hear a lot of the corners getting attacked, and I thought those no, guys held up pretty you didn't well. Hear that. Where'd you hear that at? That's, that's what, what I'm, I'm hearing. That's what I'm saying it changes the way you play defense. Yeah, and the, the style of defense this Dolphins team wants to play is to to don't let people go over the top, don't score touchdowns on you, but then when you get in advantageous situations, you unleash the house, and you the re, there's a reason that Byron and X both make thirty million dollars combined. Like. They pay those guys because they are the linchpins of this defense that helps them execute the scheme. And sure, today, maybe it didn't matter because the Dolphins were bad in every area. I'm just saying it changes the way this defense wants to play. And if you don't have an answer beyond that, it could be a long year because tackle. who knows when Byron's back. My, X has the growings issue. And X has is had a rough year, too. So, you know, I don't know, man. It's it's. I didn't think two weeks after that 3-0 start when we're all you know hooting and hollering in the radio booth at the stadium after beating the Buffalo Bills, we'd be sitting here. But, you know, that's that's the league. It'll humble you fast. Yeah, well, it definitely will, and it's why I don't like to get ahead of myself on things. But, again, I feel like, you know, if you want to talk about the way they play or how they schemed it up, they were in a position to make a lot of plays. And to your point, Juice, because they couldn't get guys on the ground, a third and eight turns into a third and one or a third and two. So that, to me, tells, okay, we've schemed it up. We have the players that we have. We're utilizing their talents to the best of their abilities. We've schemed it up where the ball's going where we want it to go, but we're not getting guys down on the ground. Right. That, to me, is the biggest issue. Well, I, that's a great point. I mean, let's think about that. That's, that's why I think the thing that we really, really, really need to look at is, you know, is what happened after contact. And like I said, Travis is going to give us that information this week because that was a huge difference in this game. It was, it was, it was the deciding factor, in my opinion, in this football game. Of course, the turnovers at the end, you know, to get to 21 in the fourth quarter against us. I mean, some short fields, and they get in there and make it a blowout. This game was not a blowout until those those, those last couple of series. Let's make, let's keep it 100. It wasn't, it wasn't a blowout until then. So the score is not indicative of how the game really went 100%. until, you know, until that situation went down. The only thing that I would say to challenge that is that that first quarter was as bad as yeah. you can right. play. 12, and they 12 got nothing, lucky. Yeah, 12 nothing. Pretty they got much lucky the to only be down 12, but they fought and battled back and were in position to take the lead in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and then fell apart. Uh, I'd be curious to hear Juice's perspective on, on the mentality of the guys after certain moments. We have to take a break right here, but maybe on the other side we'll talk about it because, you know, <laughs> you're already down to your number two quarterback. At the very first play of the game, you give up two points on offense and he goes out and then the pl- missing the field goal late it just seemed like maybe took the wind out of the sales team do they kind of play with fine margins there and th- once that happened it was kind of like well now we're up against the wall I don't know I kind of want to hear Juice's take on that we'll do that next we also have audio from Mike McDaniel and Skylar Thompson as well Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Volkswagen you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen to get behind the wheel of a new Volkswagen SUV in Fort Lauderdale Coconut Creek and Delray Beach for car buying done your way you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen again the final score from MetLife Stadium 40 to 7 17 Dolphins dropped their second straight. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Dolphins recap tomorrow morning with Joe Rose and Zach Krantz. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Make more good in the all-new Sportage X Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive and available 360-degree surround view monitor. No mission is too small to take on. The mission today for the Dolphins was a little bit too large to take on as they fall 40-17 to the New York Jets on the road and fall to 3-2 and two on the season. Behind third-string rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson, who played his heart out, it wasn't enough there at the very end. Let's go ahead and go to Skylar Thompson, who spoke to the media after the game. Reps, you know, so um, it, it felt good to get out there and, um, and, and get that going. 
I mean, you've prepared, you prepared all week, Skyler, for it, and, and within one one play, uh, you're, you're on the field. That's pretty. It's a pretty quick. That's a pretty jarring move. How were you able to adapt and and get yourself where you needed to be? Yeah, um, you know, uh, obviously, like you, you never want to see one of your teammates go down, um, especially to see Teddy on the first play. You know, uh, definitely was was a little bit to take in. Um, you know, kind of took me a little bit to, to, to settle in there and, you know, take a deep breath and just relax um, and, and trust the work that I put in up to this point, you know. And I kind of knew that there was going to be a little bit of that going into this uh, or whenever the time came. Um, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, didn't play well enough today. And that obviously starts with me. Um, and, you know, there's a lot to learn from and grow from, which is, the exciting part from from my end, from my perspective. You're watch the tape. You'll find out what you did. As as you stand here now, how, how do you feel you did, and, and, and what do you think you need to try to improve on? Because it, there's a good chance you may be, be back out there next week. Yeah, well, it, it, it's hard to, you know, I try not to 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 make you know, a quick judgment on how I feel right after a game because, you know, sometimes it's different on tape than what you feel in the game. Um, so I just really try to hone in on you know my thoughts right now and what things looked like on the field uh, to me you know every play and then try to go back and watch the film and kind of correlate with my eyes of you know did I see this correctly or what you know what could I have done differently on this play or you know there's there's a lots of learning out there you know I, I know that for sure so um, I'm excited to to watch the tape and and you know um, start improving on the things that I need to. Was it real fast at first and did it slow down? Was it real fast at first and did it at any point slow down for you? Yeah, it started to slow down. Um, like I said, you know, it, it's a it's a jarring, jarring situation. You know, um, the first play, you know, to see, see Teddy go down and, and whatnot. Um, I kind of knew that was going to be kind of how it was going to be. I knew it just wasn't going to be perfect, you know, right off the, the bat. Um, but um, I definitely felt like there was times where it felt like it was slowing down. I was able to see the defense, see what was going on, being able to make decisive reads, um, put the ball where I wanted it to. Um, but there's still, you know, there's there's a lot. There's a lot there, um, and I'm looking forward to watching it on film. So you get, to, you get in the fourth quarter. Out, obviously, you have, the, you have two offensive lines, two tackles out. You're stepping in for Teddy. Um, what did you know, numbers with the offense? Because at times it seemed kind of out of sorts. You having a well, you know that, that starts with me um, in my operation of of communicating clearly and um, controlling those things in the huddle where there is no confusion and where we don't look out of sorts. You know that's that's not something that we want on offense, and um, that that starts with me in the huddle and commanding things, speaking with confidence, and doing those things. And um, you know that's just something that I'm going to get you know better at and continue to improve on. And um, you know that that that's definitely. Uh, like I said, something that we want to improve on because we don't want to delay a game. Penalties are those unnecessary false starts. Those those things like that that get you off schedule are really tough. So um, that's something that we got to clean up, and that starts with me. So talk, talk a little bit about the frustration. Like 13 minutes left in the game, you got a chance for a field goal to take the lead. Don't make the field goal, and then it just seemed like the bottom went out of the uh, mm. of everything. And that, that that frustration level with being so close mm. and having to just fade away in the end how tough is that for you yeah I mean you know it, it's tough no matter however fashion that you lose um, I'm here to win I know everybody in this locker room and organization we're here to win and um, 
you know, to, to just lose in general, uh, it's very tough, you know, and, uh, you know, it's hard to, to fully speak on everything right now just because I just, I, I just want to go back and watch the tape and align everything with the way that, you know, I'm initially, my initial thoughts and feelings right now. So, uh, but losing, losing is not what we're about here. And, um, you know, I know we have the right guys in the locker room that are going to bounce back from this and find ways to take ownership and, you know, their play. You know, it's not pointing, not about pointing fingers or um, pointing blame or anything like that. It's taking ownership in, in what you did, and that's what I'm going to do uh, and do my best to just get better and uh, continue to improve. I guess how, um, you know, 10 days ago, you know, you saw Tua go out with the concussion, and, and obviously now Teddy due to the concussion protocol, just how, how tough is that maybe on the sideline with Yeah, um, well, my world has changed quite a bit uh, in three weeks, you know, and um, like I, I touched on earlier, um, you know, coming in here this year, Tua and Teddy have been phenomenal to me um, and helping me learn, helping me grow, uh, mentoring me, um, even though that, you know, that's not in their contracts at all or something that they're asked to do, like they're just those, those types of people. And so um, when you're surrounded by people like that, it just... Uh, especially in your quarterback room, it makes the team better. Um, and I think the the three of us in our in our room of the attitude and the people that are in there has really impacted our team in a in a great way this year. And to see those guys, you know, see Tua go down the way he did, um, and see Teddy go down the way he did, you know, it's it's like I said, it's never something that I would ever wish on anybody, or you know, you just hate to see it, and it it it, it hurts. And because, um, you know, I care about those guys and want to see him do well. I was really excited to watch Teddy play this play today. Um, his week of preparation was unreal. Um, and I just try to jump in his back hip, try to learn as much as I can from Teddy. And uh, he's done a you know, awesome job of, of, of mentoring me, even though I know that he's not asked to do so. So I feel for those guys and I'm you know, praying that they're, they're getting better. Skyler, too, a lot of outsiders this offense is get the ball to Tyreek, get the ball to Jalen. How tough was that today? Um, you know, I felt like uh, got the ball to him um, in you know certain situations. Um, it, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to, to truly comment um, just because emotional loss and don't really know. Um, you know, I, I want to go watch the film before I really uh, answer those things because you know I know there's there's plays that I left out in the field um, and. You know, that, that, that's always tough. But, you know, the one thing that, you know, I, I gave it my all today. I played, played you know, the hardest I possibly could for this team and to help this team win. Um, and I never gave up, you know, and that's that, that's what I'm going to hold my hat on and stand on, you know, every time I touch the field and step between the white lines. And, um, you know, I'm excited to get back and watch the film and learn and get better. That was Dolphins quarterback Skylar Thompson after the Dolphins' defeat in New York today. We'll come back on the other side and get you the key player of the game and react to Skylar Thompson's postgame presser. Dolphins' postgame is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from New York. The Jets win 40-17. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage, so next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Techron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app, and despite a 40-17 loss, tough to find a player of the game. Let's go ahead, though, and get to our key player of the game, sponsored by Ed Morse. When you buy from Morse, you're backed by Morse with the price protection promise from Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall. The Dolphins found their running game today, and I think identified RB1 as Raheem Mostert found the end zone for the first time as a Miami Dolphin. Great craft, slot right side. He's got two touchdowns this year. They give it to the running back on the reverse touchdown. It's Mostert on that fly sweep. And the Dolphins get in the end zone. They're back in the football game. A 12-yard touchdown run by Mostert, his first as a Miami Dolphin. Well, Jimmy, Jets looked a little confused, and Mostert used that great speed to just get outside and he said, man, I'm going to get in this end zone. That's all there is to it. Joe, they're using some misdirection. You know, they got everybody really, going one yeah. direction and coming back the other way. And Mostert, he just outruns everybody. Also nearly found the end zone later in that first half, right before the Durham Smythe sneak for a touchdown. Goes 18 carries for 113 yards and the one touchdown, 6.3 yards per rush. And Juice, I know on that one touchdown he did have, I know you were loving the wide receiver blocking out there from River Craycraft and Trent Sherfield. Yeah, absolutely, man. Those guys, they've been doing what we used to call the dirty work, man. You know, a lot of times you see those guys in the game, you know a run play is coming. And I know defenses feel the same way, and they were still able to go out there and get the job done, and most are able to get into the end zone. Um, and you got to love the guys that know their role. Um, they can be involved, too, more offensively. But the wide receivers and blocking, I even saw Tariq getting some work in. I saw Tariq make a tackle. These guys do some work, and, and credit to Wes Welker because, you know, that's how he did things as well. You know, he blocked well. You know, he obviously ran routes well, caught balls well, but you got to be a well-rounded receiver, and I think we got some guys out there that did that. And Mostert, I love the fact you, you talk about Raheem because he had a hell of a game. We, we averaged five point what three yards a carry today, yep. and that's, that's, a, that's a stat you look for, forward to in the game. Uh, other things obviously didn't lead to it, but Mostert had a hell of a game for us, and good for him being out there, being that bell cow. And, uh, and doing good things for us today. I think you really saw today, Seth, how big of a fit Raheem is in this system. I mean, coming in from San Francisco with Mike McDaniel, just why he was a guy they wanted to bring in here. I mean, he, he really fits what they do. Yeah, and, and the shame is that with everything else that we've talked about in the first few segments, you kind of lose the fact that this is what you wanted to see, right? Mike McDaniel was supposed to be the run game genius. Raheem Mostert, you know, all of the speed. Where's the run game been? That's been all of the talk. This was the game where they needed to run the ball well, and they did. You're exactly right, Juice. 5.3 yards per carry. Now, they only they only rushed 26 times. So it wasn't like they had to sit there and, and give it 40, 50 carries to get to 100 yards. And so for him to have a 100-yard game, his first 100-yard game as a Dolphin, I, I, I hope, you know, if we don't just – 
throw all hope out the window and we realize that there's still a lot of football games to be played, hopefully there's something to be built on there. If you want to take away anything positive from this game is that the running game did get going and, and that even when they had to play catch-up as often as they did, they were able to get over 100 yards there and, and get – Really great play out of Mostert. I just saw behind your head the play where uh, Tyreek had that double pass where he ended up running it. We thought he was going to score on that play. Man, you get that block, maybe they go up on that play as well. Right. So more missed opportunities. Just reminding myself right behind Seth's head as I'm looking at him talk about this segment right here. So Raheem Mostert, uh, Dolphins run the ball 26 times for 137 yards. That was your key player of the game. Sponsored by Ed Morse. All the latest GM models are right here at the Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mill Auto Mall, and they're all backed by Ed Morse. Big Seth, uh, press conference consigliere. We heard Skylar Thompson talk there before the break. Uh, I know you guys are both impressed by this young man, but what stood out to you about Skylar Thompson's first postgame press conference? Yeah, I mean, he just is impressive. Granted, we wanted him to be even more impressive on the field, and I think we talked at length as to what happened out there. But you expect him to say there's a lot to learn from. I just thought he showed a lot of maturity. He didn't seem – to me, he seemed disappointed but not broken. And that's what I want to see out of a young quarterback because – you know, that, that can be a fragile psyche for a young guy, but it just doesn't seem too big for him. He is mature. Juice, you've pointed over and over again, especially in the preseason, to the fact that this guy was a four-year captain at college, and that's like almost impossible to come in as a freshman <laughs> and be a captain. And, uh, and I think that maturity showed. I loved it. He said, hey, I'm excited to go watch the tape and learn. You know, I, I had to be better, but he was also, you know, the words again that I wrote down here, mature, disappointed, accountable. Talked about the operation, some of those false starts, some of those, you know, delay of game penalties. Said that starts with me. We need to be better. I need to be better there. The other thing I thought that was really interesting is he said Teddy's week of preparation was unreal. Mm, right. He enjoyed watching Teddy prepare. I think that helps him in his maturity, but it also gives me hope that if Teddy is cleared, and look, we're all learning what this means now and the new rules that were uh, instituted yesterday in the NFL that, hey, Teddy – Teddy took a heck of a shot. I thought it was a rib, you know, that was like a six-piece ribs there that, you know, and, and, and that's probably what he's feeling on this ride home. But somebody saw him stumble. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, you know, and I know we talk about what we saw or what we didn't see. The new rules say you can't go back out there. Fine. My hope is that means that if he cleared everything in concussion protocol and that he can get back on the field sooner than later, that he will continue that preparation. It doesn't surprise me from everything we've read about Teddy, veteran, a leader, a studier, but I thought it was really cool that the youngest guy in that room, well, not the youngest guy in that room, the youngest guy in terms of football years in that room was really impressed at Teddy's preparation. And my, you know, my hope is that we see the fruits of that labor in this next game. Yeah, I think Daryl Bevel's been a big addition to the Dolphins coaching staff. Obviously, the stuff with Tua going on the on the yeah. field pregame and getting all that work in, and just how much more prepared and better he looks. What do you yeah. think, Juice? I I wish, here's what I wish. Hearing that from Skyler, I wish Teddy would have shown that from the beginning. Let me just be keep it 100. If Teddy only this week is a, the week of preparation that you were impressed with. Teddy could have been the guy to have the whole quarterback room prepared like that, you know. And I don't want to take. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not. It's not a knock. But if he was impressed by it this week, why wasn't that going on weeks before? Because I'm gonna tell you, my my personal experience, one of the best per- guys that prepare for games, other than Marino, was Bernie Kosar. And Bernie had Danny ready to go every single game. Road and never trip. expected to play, right? Yeah, right. And never expected <laughs> never to play. Did play. Yeah, he was he was on the he was on the plane quizzing Danny on stuff. So I just want I, I love the fact that Skyler said that about Teddy, but I wish Teddy coming in even as the backup quarterback 
would have instilled that in a young Tua as well, and that could have trickled down as, as well to, to Skyler. So that's the biggest thing, man. That preparation is huge for these quarterbacks. It, it really is, man. And I know Teddy was prepping for a big day. And, you know, to be out in one snap is, is tough. To be pinned back there in one snap and, and then have to and then have the play call that gets you lit up like that, it's tough. In my opinion, also, you know, while we're as an aside, a bad safety call because yeah. how do you know where the ball's going when the guy's getting lit up like that? So that's tough. It was a terrible call. Exactly Obviously, right. not the reason that the right. team and lost We didn't today. lose because of that. It could have been, but they somehow like overcame that. But golly, but, that was But bad. the preparation of the quarterback position is so in, in, important, and that's the, that's the reason they make the big bucks, man. So I wish that, you know, that, that little trait, that whole work ethic all week would have been, been out there the whole time. Sometimes, you know, as a quarterback or as a position player, when you're the number two guy, you don't want to step on the number one guy's toes and you don't want to show him this is how things should be done, you know what I mean? And that might be the situation too. But the fact that Skyler was able to sit back and watch Teddy work and see how it, this is how it is, because let me tell you, in, in college, in the college game, it's pretty basic. You put a play, you, you, put, you, you have your playbook in, and then you just draw plays from your playbook every single week. In the pro game, your, your playbook changes every single week depending on the team that you're playing. So when you watch that film, you see certain things that are going to work. You got basic stuff in, but it's also stuff that you're going to add to, you know, to your playbook. Your playbook is added on every single week in the NFL. And you might be in week five now, but you might draw stuff from week one that's going to be in your playbook or in week, you know, going into week, week six because there's a lot of things that change. And every single team has different defenses, different schemes, different philosophies. So it's, it's, it's um, you know, it's a league that is uh, where, you know, you rob and steal. It's a copycat league for real because you see what works against a team. All of a sudden, that's in your playbook. So back to what I was saying is I love the way Skyler's witnessing what Teddy's doing in preparation because honestly, there's a good chance that Skyler's gonna be playing against Minnesota next week. So we gotta be he's gotta be ready. So every single week, all three of our quarterbacks, all of them, because you never know who's gonna come out of protocol, yeah. who's gonna be ready to go, all three of them need to start preparing the exact same way as if they're gonna be the starter, the backup, or the third string guy. All of them. They're not gonna get the physical reps, Travis, as you know. But the mental reps and the mental preparation is is huge right now in this league because you know, with the, especially with the new rule changes in terms of protocol, you're really one play away from having your butt on the football field. And you at the quarterback position, it's, it's critical that you know what the hell's going on out there. We saw it today. I mean, that was what happened today, that the new rule implemented is the reason why Teddy did not come back in that game. I Just the last point here before we get to break, I liked how he mentioned both Teddy and Tua have helped him so much, and it's not in their contracts to help him. I thought that was a cool uh, little soundbite yeah. there talking about how just how, how far above and beyond they've gone. I just I like this Dolphins quarterback room more than I think any since, you know, you guys talk about number 13 since he was here. So we're in good hands. Though. I guess that's one positive takeaway here from this game. Let's go ahead and take a break. But first, before that, pause 10 seconds so our stations can ID themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. WQAM Miami, WPOWHD2 Miami, WKISHD2 Boca Raton, home of the Miami Dolphins, powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Last segment here in Hour 1 coming your way next. We'll hear from head coach Mike McDaniel. Stay tuned for that. Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from MetLife Stadium, 40-17. to it gets harder to say that every single time. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. You're listening to Dolphin 
Dolphins football on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Dolphins recap tomorrow morning with Joe Rose and Zach Krantz. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's why Amerisave is our official mortgage lender. Whether you want to get refinanced, get cash out, or purchase a new home, visit Amerisave.com to lock in your low mortgage rate today. Sometimes I lie to you guys. I lied to you last segment. We do not have Mike McDaniel uh, right now. We're going to say that for the second hour. Don't be a liar, Travis. I try not to be juice. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, I get a little bit over my skis, right, Big Seth? Yeah, I can handle a jerk, but not a liar. (laughs) I've done that here. But it gives us a chance to talk about something you guys just informed me of as I went out to to take a break there on that last break, that Tyreek Hill left the stadium today in a walking boot. So fun. That's that's more fun for the Dolphins today. But we want to talk about these receivers. And, you know, I, I, we look at the numbers today. Tyreek, what did he have today? Seven, uh, seven, seven for 47. 47. Yeah. Yeah, but also drew those two pass interference plays that, that got you more than 60 yards in offense, essentially. So, I mean, he was, he was other than Raheem, he was the offensive weapon today, as he has been all season. Uh, he was my he probably would be my player of the game if we had a game ball, if we'd won that game. But he, a last, couple rushes we though, not. and the one rush was like unbelievable. You know, he, that, that he, he looked like he was that. dead to rights. I know in the backfield, and he you know he split some people. So yeah, that yeah, was special man. And, and there's something I wanted to bring up because you know Waddle did not Jalen Waddle did not catch a pass in the second half of the Cincy game. We know he was on the injury report, and there was. Uh, he was questionable, I think, coming into this game. Is that right, Travis? He was questionable yes. with the groin. Yes, and, uh, and we thought that he looked like he was running labored uh, at, at the end of that Cincy game, uh, you know, Juice. And so much of his game is that speed, that quick twitch, that burst, all of those things that Travis loves and cries about if he's not in <laughs> there. And, Literally cries. You know, and then he doesn't catch a pass <laughs> in the first quarter of this game and start to wonder what is going on with Jalen Waddle. Finishes with three for 23. So I went back and looked a little bit. And I thought this was kind of interesting. It kind of means nothing. But I did think it was a little bit interesting and, and hopefully not cause for concern if we can get him healthy. So the last two weeks, weeks four and weeks five, two for 39 at Cincinnati, three for 23 today, right? So he's had five for 62 in the last two weeks. Weeks four and weeks five last year, he had three for 33 against Indianapolis. Then he had two for 31 at Tampa. So he had five for 64, almost the same production, and then exploded for 10 catches for 70 yards and two touchdowns against Jacksonville the following week. And then kind of just ripped it up from there. Seven, four, eight, four, eight, nine, nine, waddle, 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 waddle. My hope is that he has you know, that same explosion after these two weeks that were not what we expect out of him. You know what the common theme was there and all that stuff you just talked about? You know who came back in the Jacksonville game? You know who went out at halftime of the Cincinnati game? Slops? No, Tua. <laughs> No. Right. Oh, slops. I knew where you were going. You got all excited. I knew what you were going to say. Travis. I thought I had this great point, and then you throw it the slops in there. It was a great point. I usually laugh at the slops thing. Yeah. I just went over my head there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, so. It's actually a fair, especially if he gets blanked in the second half of the Cincy game. But somebody else has got to be able to find him, no? Sure, absolutely. But, I mean, that's me and Juice talked about, too, in the, in the the during the game, right? Like, his entire game is coming out of that break and just leaving you in the dust. And on the All-22 in the Bengals game, it just wasn't there, Juice. He doesn't have it right now, man. And for the Jets game, not either, You could tell he's got the, the straight head speed you know and <laughs> i hate to compare him to myself because i didn't have his straightaway speed but go when, for I, it, when i was laboring you know with my foot i could go forward but the coming out of breaks was mm-hmm. the biggest problem and i think that's the same situation he's running into you know especially when you talk about growing growing's always use your lateral movements lateral movements are coming back to balls running in cuts out cuts and when you when you're laboring that way that's always a big problem, man. Same thing the X is going through. You, you got two of them. Yeah. How, how are you going to backpedal <laughs> and turn and stop and go? <laughs> you know, when you you've got a couple. I've, I've never heard of anybody having two growing pools. 
uh, or growing situations. But for for Waddle, let's let's, let's talk about. I, I'm excited for us to play these guys again because you know they yeah. were they were mocking Waddle. I know Carter was mocking Waddle at the end of this game, and I get it. You're winning. You're you're doing big things. Have your little fun, Jets. You know what I mean. But Waddle is a guy that, when healthy, obviously he's a, he's a one thousand percent an amazing player. My problem right now is we're in week five, and he's laboring with this. It's you don't have time to get healthy. And look, we had ten days already. X had ten days already. There's going to be a bye week. Is there going? Is that enough time to get healthy? There's no time in the NFL to get right. healthy when they need you every single week, especially in these soft tissue injuries. These soft tissue injuries are tougher than anything. When it comes to you know getting ready, so I don't mind when I see on the report vet rest. I, I want all the guys to have vet rest. You know I'm I'm cool with that. Don't don't go out there running, but when you do start to run, that's when you start to feel it. So you have to you have to test it out like like X did before the game. Waddle we saw last week was was not himself, and it, it, it's going to be tough for him to be himself moving forward. I hate to be a, that bearer of bad news, but that injury right there is a tough one. I played a guy named Gary Clark who had two bad hamstrings. He got shot up every week in his hamstrings, and they taped them up every week. And But they're not going to get, you know what I mean? It's hard to without time. Body needs time to heal. NFL, there's zero, very little time to get healthy, and that's that's what I worry about more than anything. Well, the bye week is a month and a half away, Ju. So yeah. it's, I mean, th- yeah. this is a stretch we talked about where they could possibly, you know, the schedule lightens up, but that's not the case when you come into a game with, you know, down this many guys and making this many mistakes. It doesn't really matter who you play when you put out that type of performance. And then, you know, the Jets thing, I, I Seth showed us their Twitter mocking our ele- our weekly elevator, which really kind of gets the blood boiling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, doing the waddle dance as well. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. Jalen did to anybody, but, you know, act like you've been there before. Well, this is a team that had lost 12 straight division games, so they haven't been there before before so I guess I understand that a little bit right and then my last point that I had here after the discussion was we, we've talked about this before I talked about it on the podcast as well as who the heck is going to be the number three option on this team I think we kind of got into it last last segment a little bit but I mean man but when Tyreek and Jalen aren't going and your next I mean Mike was the second leading receiver today Mike Kosicki one catch for 30 yards yeah at the end of the game right. number two right. receiver and then and you had Miles Gaskin caught three for 24 well, and they tried to find Cedric Wilson finally in this game and he's not, also our emergency quarterback um you know so Seth's got to be a guy that you know free agent, free agent contract, free agent money. They, they've got to start start utilizing that. They've got to look at him being a guy that's the guy that steps up. I honestly, I love personally, I love Craycraft. I love Sherfield. These guys have shown that they can play the play the game. They can play it well. We've had guys though early in, in seasons and, and especially in preseason that have been great players before. I call them preseason all pros. And Craycraft and Sherfield has been some of those guys. Can they play? When, when it's live fire, can they go out there and, and be productive in those situations? Do they trust them to go out there? I trust both of those guys to be able to go out there and make plays. And when you got guys that are spending so much time on Tyreek, so much time on Waddle, you got to have some a third guy. And but Cedric are you saying Wilson's one of those guys guy. are going to be the ones that rise well, up Well, Cedric's supposed to be that guy. guy. Right. Cedric is supposed to be that guy. But I will I trust know. that Craycraft in the situation can make a play. I do trust that Sherfield can make a play. He, he's, they've done it. But they're not going to be your guys that are going to go out there and get you 10 catches for 100 and something yeah. yards. But they, but you got to trust that they can make a big play for you in certain situations. That's part of the game. you got to – sometimes the big guys are your decoys and, and, and design stuff, especially plays for guys like Nate Jaquette that I play with. 
Wow. Yeah, I brought one back for you. Way back. Yeah, you got to find some place for these guys to throw defenses off. When they're in the game, it's not just a run play. It could be a, a pass play to them. That's They're the primary. So you got to – and I, I know our coach is, is, is brilliant like that. So when you're down star power, find a way to get some of these role players an opportunity, and I think that's going to be the best situation for us. And one name that you didn't mention there that I'm looking forward to, if we do have to pull somebody up, is Eric Ezukama, who I've been waiting to see yeah, this him. Might be, it might be his him, time. Him get his it time. Might it his might time. be next week. We'll see. And he's yeah. been working diligently. You know what kind of kid he is, too. So looking forward to that. Hour two coming your way next. That means Mike McDaniel going to kick us off to start off hour number two. Antennas up, game on. Score your favorite games and shows for free. Visit the freetvproject.org to learn all about the free programming waiting for you, including Dolphins games. That's freetvproject.org. Dolphins postgame also driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, they're going to make me say the final score here. Jets 40, Dolphins 17. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 